Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, how are you doing? I hope you're doing well. Um, so today I would like to tell you about the first time I flew on an aeroplane. I think I was about 23, uh, 23 years old the first time I flew on an aeroplane. And the reason is because my parents were never that bothered about the idea of going abroad. Uh, when we went away for family holidays. Um, so we only went, um, we only we only traveled around England uh, or Wales when we went for a family holiday. Interestingly, we have been for family holidays abroad since I went, um, since I took my first flight. So perhaps doing that sort of inspired them a little, I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, the first place that I ever flew to was Japan. Well, actually, I suppose you could say it was France because um, the flight I took, uh, it stopped in France and then I took the, the flight, another flight from France all the way to Japan. Uh, so I suppose you could say it was France, but really, uh, the first country I went to uh, the f abroad was Japan, um, because I really wanted to go there. Although, to be honest, I was rather scared of flying. I'm not terribly scared, not like some big fear or anything, just more of like 
being nervous about not knowing what it's like, not knowing um, how things work. So maybe it, it wasn't, I wasn't nervous about the actual flying part. I didn't think the plane was going to crash or anything like that. I just thought like, uh, what happens? What ha what do I do? You know, what, uh, what, <laughs> what, what do you do when you get to the airport? Where do you go? Um, what, what, what do you have to do in security? Um, all these, I don't know, I had lots of questions at the time. And I think I was looking up on the internet, trying to find out about what it's like before I went, because uh, I didn't want to make a mistake. And um, I had to make a transfer in Paris as well. So I was in Paris in France. So I was a bit worried about that too. I didn't, I mean, imagine if I just missed the plane. It's it's not like missing a bus where you just wait for the next one and get on it or missing a train. It's missing a plane. That's a, <laughs> that's a problem. So yeah, I wanted to make sure that I I got everything right as much as possible. So uh, the day came when it was time to go, when you know to Japan, when my f time to fly for the first time, and uh, I got a lift um, in the car from my parents who took me to the airport and I remember I in the car I was really nervous I think I didn't feel like eating any breakfast uh, that day and yeah I just remember feeling very nervous about not knowing what this was going to be like um, but anyway we got to the airport I think I did all of the sort yeah I did the check-in so they weighed my luggage my baggage and uh, took that away and then I think I waited there for some time and it was just it was just not nice you know like waiting for the right time to go but you're nervous and you just want to start you don't want to keep just waiting around it's like oh it's taking forever it's taking too long <laughs> but anyway um it was finally time I think the like the what did, what did they say like it's time for boarding no not boarding that's not right you, ooh is it the gates open I can't remember how it's described. You get those boards, don't you, with all of the um, all of the flights and the times, and I think it says something, but I can't remember what it says first. When was the last time I I was flying? Uh, twenty nineteen, and I've forgotten already. <laughs> I've forgotten the exact words it uses. Sorry. Um, but yes, it does say that you can sort of go through to security and go through to the second part of the airport which I had never seen before and I don't think I really knew much about it back then so um, I was in the first part of the airport where you have all these shops and I don't know pubs and things like that uh, waiting with my parents and then I said goodbye and then went through the um, security thing got I think I forgot to take my belt off which had some metal on so I had to go back and take it off or something like that uh, but that was fine, didn't have any problems there. Um, and then I went through to the second part of the airport and that was like, wait a minute, there's all these shops here too. No, wait, there's more shops here too. So that was, that was a bit of a surprise because I'd never done that before. Didn't realize um, there's all, the, all these things waiting for you. Um, but anyway, uh, sat down, waited some more. There's lots of waiting in airports, aren't there? There's always waiting. 
did some more waiting um, and then finally it was time to board and uh, I remembered I don't know if I could see this was a long time ago now we're going back some years I, I can't remember if I could see the plane before I got onto it like through the window or if I couldn't <laughs> but I do remember walking down a corridor just thinking wow this is it this, this sort of looks like a film I've seen this in films um, and actually getting onto the plane that was just like weird because I'd never seen inside a plane before only on films only on TV um, and it looked exactly like <laughs> I expected it to look to be honest <laughs> so no surprises or anything like that um, uh, but I suppose it was a bit small because it was the first plane so the one that was flying to France and maybe it had like three seats then the aisle and then three seats um, yeah, and the first experience of um, taking off. I've sort of forgotten what the first experience, what I was thinking back then, because it was a while ago, but yeah, I must have been very nervous. <laughs> I must have been thinking, please get up in the air, please. <laughs> I suppose everything was new, even like being served. Uh, I think I would have had something like coffee and some kind of chocolatey, bread thing uh, because I it was an Air France flight the first flight I was on so all of that must have been uh, new to me because I, I didn't really know about you know what kind of things they serve and when they serve them and do they serve them on long flights or do they serve them on short flights I don't know all new to me um, but I suppose one thing I must have been thinking is looking out the window thinking wow look at that view that's amazing because every, every time I fly I, I love looking out the window and just seeing the ground below and seeing um, I like it when you're not too high up and you can see cars and the cars look like ants tiny little insects it's just amazing and I probably was thinking about the fact that there is no there's just air beneath me which is a weird feeling the first time you do it, I think. You know, just going along and there's nothing but air. Like that, like thousands of feet of air below you. I was probably thinking that too. But anyway, um, flight landed. Uh, that would have been an experience too. The, the uh, sort of bump you get when you hit the runway. Um, and you sort of like... You're thrown about a bit, you know. Sometimes the plane like moves a bit when it just as it's touching down. It's like whoa. Um, so yeah, then the, the taxiing when the plane's moving like really slowly um, around the airport, getting ready to sort of park up and waiting before you can get off. Um, anyway, eventually I did get off the plane, and then I had to start looking for the next plane. And I think I had something like. I don't know, it was a very short amount of time. It was either an hour or half an hour or something like that to get the next flight. Um, and this airport in France is very big. And there's like, there was a train, like a, a small train sort of thing that you have to ride to get to different parts of it. And, oh, it was complicated. I didn't know where I was going. And I was asking some people, 
um, and I think they helped me. But I remember getting, th- I think I had to go, yeah, I had to go through security again, which is weird to me, but okay. Um, I had to go th- through security again, and I remember just just finding the place where my plane was uh, leaving, and I was the last person. There was no one there. They were just about to close the gate, or whatever you call it. They're just about to stop people from going on the plane, and I was like running towards it. I was like, no, I'm gonna miss it, I'm gonna miss it. But um, I didn't miss it, I made it. It was a bit embarrassing being the last one um, getting onto the plane, but it's not my fault. It's like, <laughs> it, was, it was too short. I think I, I think I did have about half an hour or 45 minutes to find out where I had to go, and lots of that was like waiting, or waiting to get through security, and you know, that kind of thing, so maybe I made one mistake, I'm not sure, like went the wrong way, I don't know, but um, yeah, that was a bit tense. Um, Anyway, second flight. The second flight I did not like so much. I got um, onto the next plane, and that was an old plane. Um, the, the the first one I went on was a nice new little plane with leather type seats and it looked quite modern and uh, I sat down on that plane and I thought yeah this this looks like uh, it's it's going to be fine <laughs> this plane but the this the second plane you know the big plane what was it it was probably like a seven three seven. I can't remember, but I think they don't exist anymore. I think they stopped using them um, during the coronavirus uh, lockdown. Um, But yeah, very big plane. And I think it had like three seats and four seats, then three seats, something like that. But anyway, it was old. Definitely old. I don't know how old it was, but I remember sitting down and um, the the armrests were like... You could see... you could see all these cracks in the plastic and it just looked a bit dirty and like like very heavily used like very worn like worn out and the screen in the back of the chair was like it looked like some really old screen like some really old technology and I was like oh dear <laughs> this, uh, I hope this one is uh, nice and safe like the first one um, anyway it started to take off and as it was going down the runway, you know, as the speed was increasing, it was really shaking. Like the whole, it was it was weird. You could see all of the inside of the plane just sort of like bending and like flexing and distorting. And um, it was creaking a lot, a lot, lots of like squeaky plastic noises as the plane went down. And I thought, this isn't safe. <laughs> this is not safe <laughs> because obviously it's my first time so I didn't know what to expect it's like is this normal is this is this plane falling apart what's going on here uh, anyway it was a long journey as you can imagine um, I think about is it 15 hours 13 15 14 something like that um, long time from France to Japan and um, most of the journey was fine, although I was definitely nervous. I remember being very nervous. And one of the reasons why is because we had turbulence on that flight. 
um, turbulence is like, you know, when the plane is shaking a lot because it's like there's lots of like uh, wind outside shaking the plane. Um, I didn't know that this could happen. I knew I'd read about turbulence when you're taking off. I'd read about turbulence when you're landing, but I'd never heard about turbulence when you're, you know, when you're high up in the sky, when you're mid-flight. Um, so I thought, this isn't right. There's something wrong here. Uh, and to be honest, it was bad turbulence. It was pretty bad. I've I've flown, oh, I, I don't know, how many times since then? Hmm? 20 times maybe on a plane um, and I've never had anything like that I've never had any turbulence even half as bad as that I've had bits but that first time that first like long flight I went on was the worst turbulence I ever had which is great isn't it <laughs> I mean if you're a bit scared of flying and it's your first time that is exactly what you don't want like loads of turbulence and uh, I remember, like, seeing someone, and they had this, like, um, what? It was like, we call it a pot noodle in England, but you, like a cup noodle, like instant ramen type of snack. Um, that It filled with hot water, and they were trying to keep the water inside it. So, like, the turbulence was that bad that they were sort of moving the hand all around, like, trying to... Stop it! Stop the water from coming out. Um, it was it was pretty strong, you know. You had to, you, you, if you had something like a, a cup, it would have fallen over. Like a cup full of water would have just fallen over. And I was sitting there thinking, oh no, this is it. I'm not going to make it to Japan. Like the first time I get on a plane and it's going down. <laughs> I, I I genuinely did believe that. I actually thought it was going down. <laughs> I didn't know it was normal. Um, I was looking at some people's faces, and to be honest, they looked a bit scared. So I thought, you know, these people have probably flown before. This is not right. There's something gone wrong here. Um, but it was fine. It was completely normal. And that kind of thing happens every now and again. So eventually, when I got to Japan, I was very, very happy. I was I, I felt like I'd been given a second chance at life, you know? <laughs> I thought like I just I just avoided uh dying uh then. Um so yeah, I I was really I was just happy just to be on the ground again. I didn't <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't bothered about anything else. It's like yes, I'm on solid ground, I'm walking on on, on the earth, I'm I'm happy again. Um Anyway, I went through all of these sort of like security type things. Uh, where, I don't know, they ask you some questions. And I went to look for my uh, baggage, my luggage. And this person started running towards me and calling my name. And I thought, oh no, what have I done now? <laughs> Am I in trouble already? Um, but she said, they're really sorry, but my my uh, like, you know, the big bag. So I had, like, the small bag, the carry-on luggage, but the hold luggage, the big, my big bag, that was still stuck in France. And I just said, don't worry about it, it's okay. 
because I was just so happy to be alive at this point. I did not care if my bag didn't come with me. I didn't care if I didn't have any clothes to change into. I was alive. That was good enough. <laughs> um, so I left um, the sort of baggage collection point without my baggage. Um, and then I remember thinking, in fact, as soon as I got off the plane and I stepped into that, that sort of little corridor, that little thing, tunnel, you walk through. I thought, wow, it is hot in this airport. I think I arrived in August um, in Japan, in the middle of summer. I thought, wow, it is so hot in this airport. I thought they must have broken air conditioning uh, because it's that hot. Uh, so my first thought was, let's go outside, let's get some fresh air. Um, so I just remember going outside and as soon as I stepped outside, I was hit in the face with this wave of heat. Just this, like, like stepping into a sauna. And I just could not believe it. I thought, what, what on earth is going on here? This is, um, that was a completely new experience. I didn't know the earth could get so hot. <laughs> It never happens in England, that kind of temperature. Never. Like that really sort of humid heat. Um, you never get that. It's And uh, the shops are always cool. I never, I've never been into like a, a, a... I've never had the experience where I've been inside somewhere and it's been warmer outside. Um, normally, it's it, it can get a bit hot inside because we don't have air conditioning. So in the summer, you can get somewhere hot and you think, ah, a bit hot in here. I'm going to step outside and get some refreshing air, you know? Um, yeah, you can't, you can't do that in Japan. You have to go inside to get refreshing air. You have to hope someone's air conditioning is working really well. Uh, so it's, it's reversed, reverse situation. Anyway, that is pretty much it. That is the first experience I had of flying and wow it was very scary uh, with all of that turbulence um, I can't believe how much the plane was shaking um, <laughs> but yeah since then I've not had anything like it and maybe that's good because every time I get turbulence on a flight these days I just think this is nothing this is a tiny, tiny bit of turbulence. I've experienced real turbulence. <laughs> I, I, I know what that's uh, what that's like, and I'm not I'm not scared at all of this tiny bit of turbulence. So yeah, planes really can have a good shaking. You know, they can they can really be shaken around, and they're completely fine. So yeah, maybe thanks to that experience, I'm really not worried about uh, any any bits of turbulence anymore. Okay, so. I think that that wraps up this episode. Um, it's another long one. I don't know what's happening. All, all my episodes are turning out a bit long recently. But uh, it was a fun story to tell, so uh, I hope you don't mind. Anyway, until next time, I uh, hope your studying is going really well. And uh look forward to speaking to you again soon. Bye-bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.